I have everybody's attention now? Ladies and gentlemen. Hey, yo. Welcome to the biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the Introducing first, from parts unknown, our resident Mark, Johnny Smart. Well, let me tell you something, brother. Next, coming down the aisle, the unstoppable force, the immovable object, Doc Haas. Haas. I can't help that I'm custom made. I can't help it that I look good, smell good, can't dance all night long. And here is your host. The baby face of podcasting, JC Bo. You know what? You just made the list. Elizabeth, go right, not going left. Can I ask a question, Macho Man? Four questions. You're listening to the fourth wall wrestle cast. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. Fam, welcome to the biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. Welcome to the fourth wall wrestlecast, a very exclusive 24 hours early episode of the fourth wall wrestlecast. There is just so much news in wrestling that has happened in the past 24 hours that we have to bring the news to you 24 hours early. So be sure to check us out right here every Saturday on the Wrestle Addict Radio Network. My name is J.C. Bones, the one and only babyface of podcasting. And as always, I'm accompanied by everyone's favorite good doctor. Ladies and gentlemen, Doc Haas. What is up, Bones? How's your Halloween going, baby? Doc, it's been going, man. I had a nice little Halloween party with my office tonight. Uh, got to That's see some nice. people dressed up as pirates and uh, Miss Incredible and babies. Uh, it was cute. It was very cute. Had a couple beers, played some Jenga. So very nice. Matt, Matt Riddle and RVD. Oh, that's and, uh, always nice too. And now here I am talking to you about some uh, big news that has happened in the past 24 hours in the world of wrestling. There's uh, a, a lot of news. As and well as still saying hello to RVD and Matt Riddle, bro. 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 How was your day, bro? It's good. Um, I had to work a little bit today, and then I went out to the classic Bond Street Bar and Pub in Asbury Park for a little Halloween celebration for a bit. Not too much of a celebration. Just go out, a couple drinks with some friends, you know, having a good time. Uh, Mr. Riddle and Mr. Van Dam uh, visited me multiple times today, as did Mr. Orton. That's like the triple <laughs> I was thinking about Orton. He's a triple whammy, baby. Right. And Mr. X-Pac. <laughs> my, boy, uh, my boy Rico dressed up as X-Pac for Halloween, and I had... Um, I don't really look like any member of DX, so I'm just generic DX person. Um, um, I'm probably like 
the size of Triple H with the hair color of Shawn Michaels, but like not like Jack Triple H, just size. I mean, you look more <laughs> like an X Pac to me, just with the size of. Uh, I wouldn't say Triple H, bro. You're like no, more, that you're, you're more of like an Umaga. Umaga. I always looked at myself. <laughs> I, I I I could pull up a good Bray Wyatt for Halloween. I could see that. Like if I cornrowed my hair and yeah. got like a fucking. Twisted metal mask. Like yes. I could totally pull off fucking uh, Bray Wyatt for Halloween. I wonder how many uh, themed Halloween costumes there were tonight. I saw none. I saw I, I saw only none. wrestling. We were the only wrestling costumes I saw. I today. saw a lot of Captain America and a lot of Spider-Man costumes. I'm pretty sure Triple H could get Captain America and Spider-Man this. You're right. You're probably right. But Speaking. I saw some good costumes out there tonight. I saw some good costumes. I saw someone dressed like a uh, uh, cross-country Forrest Gump. <laughs> nice. Yep. Oh, man. Last week, I went out with, to uh, the bars and we run with my boy, Matty Dukes. Shout out to the movement, Matty Dukes, CEO. Uh, and we saw this couple that was dressed up like the Mad TV skit with uh, little Stewart and his mother. Oh my you know, god! He, I forgot they had this about kid came in in his onesie pajamas, and he was just a big Stewart with, yeah. with the hair and everything. No, no, no. I don't, I don't want no. it. I don't no. want it. And then I was like, Stewart, uh, dude, it was fucking hysterical. But the whole crowd there was way too uh. young to get it, and I was the only one that was laughing at these two, and they were like so appreciative that I actually got what their fucking costume was. Well, yeah, because we're old and we remember dude. Mad TV. Yo, you kids, any any millennials out there listening, you guys are not, like, well-educated in in film and music and pop culture, so... You're not, you're not a proper yourself. millennial. You're not a proper yourself. millennial. Right? Until you've watched Mad TV. As us early, early trailblazing millennials, right? Bones and myself. <laughs> oh, shit. We were millennials, and millennials were cool. That's right. That's right. The, these millennials, these, uh... Unique little snowflakes came around and uh, fucked it all up for us. Give us a real millennial a name. A real millennial knows how to tell you when to suck it mm-hmm. and knows what Y2J is. Right. If you don't know what Y2J is. You're a bitch. That's all there is to it. Oh man, you want to know who actually turned out to be a bitch today? This is uh, breaking that? news from earlier today, live in Saudi Arabia. Bray Wyatt, the fiend, officially made Seth Rollins his bitch. Thank the good Lord. won the Universal Championship. Now, fam, we're going to do a watch along, and we're going to watch this match, because Doc and I have not seen this match yet. But it's hard to stay away from the news when you're on social media. So unfortunately, we did see some spoilers, but I'm very happy we did, because this gave us more content to bring to you guys on... This week's episode. Now, Doc, let's just talk about this. I don't think anyone... I said it. This whole feud between Bray and Seth had nothing to do with the title. So, I don't understand why Bray Wyatt won. Okay, business sense. Bray Wyatt is more over right now than Seth. Bray needs to win. Bray could be the face of Raw. But, what does that mean going into Survivor Series? What does that mean moving forward with the Universal Championship? Are we going to see Bray versus Brock, which I would love to see. We all wanted to see it back when Bray was the leader of the Wyatt family. Bray versus Brock, and we never did. We got to see Luke Harper face Brock. We never saw Bray versus Brock. Why are you shaking your head, dude? You don't want to see Bray versus Brock? 
It's not that I don't want to see it. I just don't think you're going to see it at Survivor Series. So is Bray so, going to drop the title before Survivor Series? No, 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 so no, what, no, so, no. So what's going to happen? Tell me. So you, Enlighten you, me. You, you, missed, you missed another big bit of uh, exclusive news that dropped today. WWE announced that NXT wrestlers will be appearing at Survivor Series this year. And after Finn Balor's promo on NXT next week, let this past week, sorry, calling out Bray Wyatt, I think you might see Finn versus Bray at Survivor Series in the champion versus champion match. And maybe you save one of you save Lesnar and you don't have him appear at this one. Or maybe have him appear, maybe have him in a title match on SmackDown like the next at the the night before. Because you gotta think like it's it's you're gonna have SmackDown on the Friday, take over Saturday, mm-hmm. paper Survivor Series Sunday. So make Friday a big deal and have Brock fucking put the WWE title on the line on SmackDown. You have your big war games, and then you have Finn versus Bray at Survivor Series, and you still have Champion versus Champion. So that means Finn would have to win the NXT Championship before and before Takeover. Or oh, yeah, at Takeover. Oh right, yeah, I didn't even think about and that. Fuck, this Takeover right. is War Games, so you're not going to see the do- title on the line, right? Are we? Are we definitely? Are we definitely doing? Title champions versus title? Versus champions again? I don't know. Yeah, it ain't. I don't know. You know what? I, I, I hope they don't. I liked the concept, but I hope they don't. I never liked the concept, and you brought up a good point. Obviously, Finn Balor's not the champion, and obviously, I wasn't using like well, my dude, full that, brain. That's that all I do. Remember, Doc. Remember, that's all I do is bring up good points. You complete me. Damn straight. Say it loud for the people in the back. You complete me. <laughs> Go ahead, continue your no, all right, but it, it, Can I continue my thought? Because I still think Finn and Bray is a better idea than Bray and Brock right now. I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to keep that freaking real and be honest with you guys. I'd rather see those two go at it rather than see Bray, who has just won the Universal title, just right. have to go into Survivor Series and lose to Brock again, which I, is just not necessary Bray Wyatt right now. And they could do some really awesome storytelling to continue the feud between Gargano and Balor and not have Gargano and Balor in the ring yet. So the or, they, have, or you got to Well, hold on. You got to remember Dynamite's a dyn- I mean Dynamite and not NXT Dynam- well, the true. war is real. True. The war is real Dynamite NXT. So why don't you have Finn and Gargano main event a fucking NXT TV taping? Which would happen live, they're not tapings, they're live. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. NXT live. I'm um, sorry. I'm getting used to that. But, NXT live show which is going to outdraw anything probably AEW is able to do agreed. on a Wednesday night. Now, they could definitely do that, but like they could still continue their storyline through War Games and Survivor Series, and this is how. So NXT ended with a tag match, Undisputed Era versus Matt Riddle and Keith Lee for the NXT Tag Team Champions uh, Championships. Undisputed Era won but not without Roddy Strong and Adam Cole interfering. And then out comes Tommaso Ciampa to help Lee and Riddle as Lee and Riddle are getting pummeled by the Undisputed Era. And Ciampa says, sends a message to Goldie. Goldie, you're going to have to wait because Daddy is going to war. So in other words, Ciampa, Lee, and Riddle are going to take on the Undisputed Era probably with one more partner. That partner, as we discussed earlier off offline, is probably going to be Gargano. That's going to be That's your, what I would think. your men's 
War Games match. And yes, I said men's, fam, because we are going to talk about this a little bit later. There was an announcement about the first ever all-women's War Games match. But now for the men's War Games match, we're already going to have Gargano, Champa, Lee, and Riddle, which is a fucking great foursome right there, taking on the Undisputed Ever, who will be headlining their third War Games in a row, which makes sense. They're like the fucking modern-day four horsemen. Um, come at me if anyone wants to uh, argue with, with me on that point. But... You could have uh, very easily Finn Balor interfere in this match, get Gargano eliminated, because they usually do elimination style in the War Games matches, right? No, War Games aren't elimination. No? Then I lied. I take no. that back. But you could, either way, you could definitely still have Balor uh, interfere and maybe somehow eliminate him just from the match because of an injury or something, right? And right. then you have Finn Balor take on Bray Wyatt, the next night on Survivor Series and have fucking Gargano make an appearance in that match. First of all, if that's not a fucking rub to Gargano, I don't know what is. Having him interfere in the Universal Championship match between Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt at Survivor Series. Right. Right. And that also gets you your NXT Raw crossover, which I think is highly important for yeah. Raw and NXT to be successful in USA, on USA mm -hmm. in this day and age. Exactly. So there's so many opportunities right now with this whole Finn Balor-Gargano storyline. But let's talk about Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt is our new Universal Champion. Damn fucking right he is, and it's about time. So I don't know how this is going to play out, because I don't think, any, like I said earlier, anyone saw this happening. I did not think the title was even a, a thing for Bray Wyatt. Now, obviously it's probably too soon to say... But we always talk about the championship picture. Either the guy makes the title or the title makes the guy. Or girl, I shouldn't say guy. The title makes the superstar or the superstar makes the title. In this case, do you think Bray Wyatt needs to hold the Universal Championship? And is it this going to be nothing more he, than a prop for him? It all depends how he treats the Universal Championship. If he takes the Universal Championship and brings it into his own little personal weird-ass, sick, crazy world, then he absolutely makes the championship. He takes the championship and gives it some sort of weird, deeper, twisted meaning. Like, it means something more to him than a piece of gold around his waist. It means some sort of twisted validation for the character he has portrayed you know, in the past few months leading up to this moment. Does that make sense to you? It does. Like, he takes it in, and he inherits it into it his does. world, and he, he does weird things with it. Like, you know, maybe he, you know, he does those little, like, pictures with Seth, with, with, when he takes, when the Firefly Funhouse, when he mm -hmm. took out somebody, he'd have the little pictures. Maybe he does that to the Universal title. Maybe he dismantles the Universal title a little bit. You, know, you can do things and make that title his own. Maybe he gets his own little personal title belt that's weird. I was just thinking I think that, that, that could be cool. Yeah, I think he's going to make this title mean a little more. Because Seth Rollins wasn't doing it. He wasn't cutting it. The shtick he was doing was bullshit. Everybody hated it. They needed to get the title off him. And they need to give him a little break to kind of revamp himself a little bit. And refresh himself a little bit. This is the perfect opportunity. You go to another country, you lose, you come back home, and then you're gone for a bit. 
And he, you should, re- your he should reinvent himself and come back as a heel. It works for yeah, Bray absolutely. Wyatt. Uh, not Bray Wyatt. Finn Balor, it, it would work for Seth Rollins. And have what Seth if Rollins this crazy- join like the Bullet Club or the OC or something. Dude, what about a... Could you imagine if Seth Rollins started making some NXT appearances? Right. He was the first ever NXT champion. That story he writes was, itself. Man. Him and the that current story NXT itself. champion, him and Finn Balor, come on. Come on, man. There's so much potential right there. So much potential right there. I just think you're going to see a lot. I, I feel like I have this, this really weird feeling you're going to see a lot of... And, you, and they're laying the seeds for it, and I really think it's going to happen. A lot of Raw and NXT crossover. Yeah. You know, right. I, I have a feeling you're going to see that. And it makes sense, Bones. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. You have to you have to get some of that NXT audience interested in Raw, some of that Raw audience interested, interested in, in NXT. NXT. Exactly. And it only helps both brands grow at this point. Right. Right. Yeah. Now, let me pose this question to you. Now that Bray Wyatt, who is currently a SmackDown superstar, won the Universal Championship, is he bringing the Universal Championship to SmackDown, or is Bray Wyatt now going to be a Raw superstar? I've thought about this. I think it makes the most sense to bring him back to Raw. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the only, the only way. Yes. I think that's the only story yeah. that makes sense. It would be way too confusing for them to drill into us very distinct rosters, very distinct rosters, separate, NXT, SmackDown, Raw, and then have this crossover on this one random Saudi Arabia show and then possibly a crossover again at Survivor Series in the next month. So but they kind it's, of shot it, it's. They shot themselves in the foot, I feel like, with the timing of it in terms of, like, distinct rosters, but you're going to have two pay-per-views next to each other that are going to be crossovers. Well, the, the crossover for Survivor Series, they're always non-title matches, so that's that's whatever. But this one, this is like, it's an easy way out of this. You say, hey, we have new rosters, but there was unfinished business between an, an old Raw wrestler and a current Raw wrestler. They finished their business. Rather than insulting your intelligence, we're going to do the smart thing and just take the new Universal Champion and bring him back to Raw and whatever. It doesn't make SmackDown weaker. It makes Raw stronger. Right. Like, don't insult our intelligence, WWE. This is going to be some new era where, you know, everything's different and the way the the sport is booked is different. And we saw some different matches tonight at Crown Jewel, too. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to do everything, well, one thing you could really do different and start right the fuck right now. Stop insulting our damn intelligence. Like Vince McMahon has gotten away with insulting wrestling fans' intelligence for years for with the way he time. handles storylines sometimes. Yep. Stop. Stop. There's a fucking opportunity for you to stop doing that. Real easy. Bray won. Bring him back to Raw. It's explainable. It's easy. Everybody will get it. No one will be pissed off. Yep. They better not do anything stupid with this. Okay. I'm interested to see where this goes now and how they how they write the Universal Championship and where Bray, who Bray Wyatt's going to feud with next. But right. let's let's go back now and let's watch the match between Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt in a Falls Count Anywhere match live from WWE Crown Jewels. So fam, tune up your WWE Network, open up Crown Jewel 2019, and I want you to move your cursor to 03, 
0203. That is three hours, two minutes, and three seconds. 030203. Doc, you do the same. And I'm going to count down. 3, 2, 1, play. When I say play, you press play. And let's watch The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, win the Universal Championship. Doc, are you ready? Born. I said, are you ready? Let's get ready to suck it! (laughs) All right, fam. Doc, ready? Three, two, one. One play. Seth oh, coming out first. There is the, uh, the stadium. The beast slayer. Here comes the oh, king beast. slayer, the beast slayer, the monster slayer, the architect. How many? The um. That's, an, that's quite the stage design. Wow, pyro. It, it definitely pyro. like it's definitely like if WrestleMania were a house show, it would be crown jewel. It'd be yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's the best way to describe crowd Laser jewel. lights. Laser <laughs> lights. And WD, they didn't pay for any of this shit. Dude, they are making, they are raking dough in from this Saudi Arabia deal. It's absurd. They're putting on these huge shows they can use for all their promo, and they're yep. not paying a fucking dime. Yep. Look at this production, man. I wonder who, who's Dude, behind the stage. production. It's fucking huge. You know, it's going to be awesome in a half hour when Seth Rollins is not wearing that belt anymore. <laughs> Yo, this match is a half hour. Fam, I hope you guys are going to enjoy the show. This is going to be probably a super show. So sit back and uh, pour yourself a kayfabe cocktail as we... Fill your ear holes. Well, I know it's going to be a half hour. I just looked like there was a half hour left, so it's probably going to be more like 20-ish Yo, you, minutes. I was, I was about to cut a promo, and you just interrupted my promo. It sounded that, like your promo was, was done. That was so heel of you. It sounded like you were done. No, I was done with no. you. No. So, fam, sit back, pour yourself a kayfabe cocktail as Doc and myself bring to you your weekly dose of kayfabe consumption. Thank you, Doc. Now I'm finished. Now you may talk. You f- stupid Bray Wyatt's about the kayfabe. Bray Wyatt's about the kayfabe consume Seth Rollins. Yo, when are they just going to create a character named Kayfabe? Like, why has that that not been done yet? Like a women's wrestler named yeah, Kayfabe. Like, why isn't Kay a thing? Ooh, a yet? Firefly Funhouse. We have a Firefly Funhouse bones. Ooh, that's, that we do. Oh, poor rambling rabbit. Rat rabbit. Wow, rabbit. Wait, Wambler. Okay, Elmer. No, nope. we don't have one. That was just silly just, thing. Now the lights are going to turn red, right? Let me in. I'm surprised like Bray Wyatt's even allowed in Saudi Arabia. I know, right? It's got his character's got to offend something over there. They get offended by the dumbest shit over there. You know, like women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fighting each other. Well, hey, Natalia and Lacey Evans did make history tonight. So they congratulations did. to them. In full body suits and, yep. and, and loose t-shirts. t-shirts. Well, hey, they still not, follow not the be, culture. Not being but, themselves. It's a start. It's a start. But like, they, they got a pop. The they got a pop. They did. Saudi Arabia needs to get the fuck over themselves with that shit. 
Love the new Bray music, man. I love it. It's great. My volume was down. What kind of pop did he get when he came out? Uh, I, it's, I didn't really pay attention. I was talking to you. Good job, bro. We can't report on that now. Way to fucking be a professional podcaster. I was too busy you telling you how shitty your promo was. Oh, you're snarky tonight, man. He's got I, a lot of right. like. They I had, I had they one too many to drink, man. Um, so you know, <laughs> I got I gotta say hi to RVD and Matt Riddle. Look at all the cell phone lights. This is fireflies, bro. Duh. Bray doesn't go on well, fireflies. That that that's some pop in its own way. You're a pop in your own way. <laughs> Not a pop. No kids. He says, let me in. Where does he want to go? What's he think he walk, he's walking into? He's opening the door to go uh, feud with Aleister Black. As the universal champion? Aleister is on Raw now. He is. Could be a nice little, like, in-between feud before the inevitable Bray, Bray Finn feud. Well, no, when the I, inevitable, when Bray, I keep Wyatt, dreaming about. when Bray Wyatt introduces his stable, the Firefly Funhouse, uh, his whole feud with Alistair is going to end with Alistair, you know, turning heel and joining uh, Bray Wyatt. To fulfill my fantasy draft of the uh, actual Firefly Funhouse, which is going to include Bray Wyatt, Liv Morgan, Alistair Black, and Authors of Pain. I'd rather, I've told you this before, I'd rather see Authors of Pain be Heyman, guys. I know, but I'd rather see them with the, the Wyatt family. That'd be, not the Wyatt family. I just feel like, I feel like Paul Heyman. That'd be a good little twist. But I feel like Paul Heyman knows exactly how to talk up a team like the Authors of Pain. Very true. He does. But yeah. I think Bray Wyatt could do a pretty good job, too. Bray's a creepy motherfucker with that mask. Mm -hmm. I don't care if Finn doesn't like it or not. Finn's got no respect for the mask, dude. Nope. I can't wait for the demon to come back. So Finn, probably we got to do demon Finn versus Bray at some point. Yep. That sounds like a WrestleMania match, though. Let's be real. The entrances the two of them would get. Oh, oh my shit, god! That, that would be enough. It'd be like it'd be like Crown Jewel, but cool. Right. <laughs> now here it is again, man. The red lighting. What do you got? What do you think about the red lighting? I like it, but what's with this commentary? I don't. I have my volumes down. Cause you usually yell at me if my. Uh, I hear Michael Cole. So, I must have went to like some foreign commentary because it's not English at all. <laughs> uh, it's gonna oh, be good. Funny. So I'll have to listen. Uh, so I'm just gonna. You tell me if there's anything good on the American commentary. I don't know what the fuck these. Do. So I don't even know what fucking language I'm listening to. All right, I turn my volume up a little bit. Say. Oh yeah, oh, I make, make the cipher the this is a false count. I wonder how crazy this false count anywhere match goes. Oh, I know one spot that happened that was it seemed like it was pretty badass when I saw it on Twitter. All right. I'll wait for it. Though. I don't want to spoil you. Yeah, no spoilers, bro. Right, yeah, let me see if I can figure this language out. Hold on. I feel like it's some sort of Arab language. 
sling blade. Or at the very least, Eastern European. Block. Oh, I like the. I, I, I'm a fan of the red light. It's very different. I think it. I think it kind of makes Bray's like appearances a little more unique. Mm-hmm. All you the know? signature moves. Bray's eating section. like everything. Went for the stomp. Dude. Nope. Oh, form. They're totally booking the Bray like. They're totally booking Bray like early Taker man as like just someone who's mm-hmm. not fucking stoppable. Yep. And, is, uh, and, I, and I really like it because he's not exactly Taker. He's a little more mobile. He's he, definitely he's definitely got a know, bigger move set. Taker. The Fiend is is the character they wanted Dean Ambrose to be to be the lunatic character they wanted Ambrose to be is what they're making Bray Wyatt and Bray Wyatt is doing a much better job at portraying. Right, well it makes it makes more sense for Bray Wyatt. <laughs> he also like, has more creative that, freedom than Ambrose did though, so let's not get into right, that conversation. Is, you know? Well, to say, that's the problem. Like, you know, yeah, okay, you wanted Ambrose to be this, but it doesn't serve Ambrose's personality right. This character serves Bray Wyatt's real personality right. He doesn't have to do much acting to do this. Whereas Ambrose, as we see now as John Moxley, he wasn't being his best version of himself. This is the best right. version of Bray Wyatt self. This is better than the Wyatt family. This is better than, you know, Husky Harris, you know. This is the best uh, version of Bray that, Wyatt. That's debatable, bro. That's debatable. No, it's not. It's we should not have a poll. debatable at all. We should have a poll. Husky Who's Harris. Who's our favorite win- Who's our favorite Wyndham Rotundo? <laughs> yep. Husky Harris, Wyatt Family, Bray Wyatt, or The Fiend. Is he Wyndham? Which, one, which one's Wyndham? Him or Bo Dallas? He's Wyndham, right? He is. His name is Wyndham Rotunda. I don't know Bo's. And what's Bo Dallas? I, don't, I have no idea, actually. Okay. Wyndham Rotundo has to be the most badass wrestling name, like real name ever, by the way. Named after his uncle and his dad. It's fu- It's awesome. Barry like Windham your stop and Mike is, Your stop. Someone needs to tell. Yeah, your stop finisher sucks. I hope. I hope this means the stomp goes away, mm. because Bray Wyatt has done yes. nothing but eat curb stomps for like the past two pay per views. <laughs> no, I love when Bray Wyatt just gets up like that. Uranagi, come on, Uranagi on the apron. Yes. That I just don't good. get why Seth just doesn't do like the Falcon Arrow as a finisher. Like why they just mm-hmm. didn't do that. That's a good finisher for him. Or the frog splash, like you said last week. The frog splash, yeah. The frog splash, yeah. I don't know we fucked. One of those two. The stomp. It doesn't even look good when he does it. Like you can tell the fucking other dudes looking at him. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. It doesn't look good. Like who else on Raw is next in line for a Universal Championship shot? I, I still haven't got a grasp on who's on Raw and SmackDown yet with the changes. True. I know we've, we've talked about Aleister Black. Aleister Black could be a it could be a good uh, taste of the top of the card for Aleister. There's no business beating Bray Wyatt right now, but it could be a good taste of the top of the card. Right. Raw really um, is putting the spotlight on a lot of mid card talent to really help put them over. Besides, um, not Shorty G. Uh, besides Ricochet, 
you have guys like Aleister Black, Andrade, Buddy Murphy, Humberto Carrillo. Right. So I really think uh, we're going to start seeing a lot of these young, the younger talent get these pushes, get more spotlight time, get some more title shots. And I'm wondering, I'm, I really hope they all shine. I'm still not sold on Humberto Carrillo. What about a little, uh, they're both heels. I mean, you can't talk about Humberto Carrillo before Andrade gets a chance at Bray Wyatt. That's just silly. Right. That's just I know right. they're both heels, but that's just not fair. Um, looking at the Raw roster right now, Drew McIntyre, obviously, you have to put in the conversation. Um, right. Randy Orton, you have to put in the conversation. But these are all heels, and and Bray's being portrayed as a heel. And that's that's True. the weird thing about and this. Let's go back Kevin to Owens when... is, you got Kevin Owens involved on Raw. True, but hold on, hold um, on. Let, let's go back to yeah. when we talked about uh, Bray Wyatt before he made his debut as The Fiend. I kept saying like, it would make the most sense for Bray Wyatt to feud with Randy Orton because Randy Orton's the one who burnt down the Wyatt compound. And that feud still has not culminated on, into anything um, since Bray yeah, Wyatt's and, return. And it's funny because this week on Raw, Raw was in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So Orton got and Team Flair got a huge pop on Raw yep. in their segment this week. So you could take that. And and this is, this is something I've wanted to talk about for a while. I think the idea of WWE dictating who we should and shouldn't root for it needs to go out the window. Right. Put your characters out there, let them portray their characters, and let us pick who we like. Stop thinking about faces. Stop thinking about heels. Just put the best guys out there and let us decide who we want to vote, root for. Right. Is, is that not much to ask? No. It, it makes complete sense. People need to just stop fucking picking it aside and just be wrestling fans. Stop, reading, be wrestling the mark, fan, stop reading the dirt sheets. Stop, stop picking aside. Like, just enjoy wrestling for wrestling. So like right now I'm in I want obviously I want Bray Wyatt to beat Seth, you know. But next the next <coughs> pay-per-view, I could want Seth to beat somebody else. Right. You know, next time Seth appears on oh boy, look, there's the sledgehammer. How about that? Just another thing you stole from Triple H. Yep. There I said it. I hope it doesn't do the Hi, my name's Seth Rollins. I'm just mini Triple H. Nice to yep. meet you. Um you also have Rusev as a possible um True. opponent for um for Bray Wyatt. So I would think if you're going to do like proper faces, Rusev and Kevin Owens are the way to go. But I think it only makes sense for... I would like to see Ric Flair continue to manage Drew McIntyre and mm-hmm. then have Drew McIntyre get himself into the title picture against Bray Wyatt. You know, that being said, Bray Wyatt isn't looking like he's coming down to anybody. Or you may throw a compete wild card and then you're trying to get ratings right now. Just put Bray Wyatt up because fucking take her, dude. At Survivor Series? Maybe at the Rumble. Kind of cruise him into Survivor Finn Balor. Series. That's where I'm just taking the debut. Because I, because I would, because I would rather see Bray versus Finn in Survivor Series. We can and maybe you have that match end. And maybe you have that match end instead of Gargano interfering, have Taker interfere, and that takes you into the Rumble. Or Taker and, and Gargano interfere, and then have Taker and Gargano versus. Finn How are you writing Johnny Gargano into a Taker Bray Wyatt? Well, Gargano Explain and to me Bray that. versus Finn and Taker. Oh my god, that's fucking. <laughs> that's terrible booking. You're fired. <laughs> oh man, fam, it I sounds apologize. Like they uh, like Bray. I apologize for my coughing. My allergies have been killing me the past couple weeks. 
Doc, I'm not sorry for coughing in your ear, but fam, I do apologize. I'm sorry. You're good. I think you do, like I said, Faye. Faye. Brian Finn. <laughs> Brian Bertha? Finn and Survivor Series. Bertha Finn. And I'd rather see Taker interfere with that match. You can you can keep like Gargano and Finn on NXT for a bit. And I said I think it makes more sense that Gargano and Finn fight on TV. That could be your big draw on TV the next few weeks. Right. You have to have a big draw on NXT right now. You have to. Have to. More so Did, than any show on the WWE programming. Ooh, that looked painful. Do we have to see Undertaker versus The Fiend? Oh, shit. Yeah, because I think... Yeah, yeah, it looked painful. Oh, is your falls count anywhere? Yeah. It's like, get off me, bitch. Oh, are you ahead of me, anyway. dude? I'm probably like maybe two seconds ahead of you. Unbelievable. Way to fuck it up. Doc, 3, 18, you fucked it up. 10, You're 11, behind. 12, 13. What are you at? 3, uh, I, I, I can't see it because... I'm on a, I'm not on my phone like you are. I can't tap. Fam, it up I like apologize for Doc fucking it up again. Because Doc doesn't know how anyway. to press the button at the right time. I know how to press all the buttons, motherfucker. You know how to push all my buttons. Yeah, just bro. seeing Seth look, Seth Rollins like hurt himself hitting Bray Wyatt. What a dick. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah. I, I don't like politician John Cena basic bitch Rollins at all. Just not a fan at all. Not the Seth Rollins I enjoy. What are they saying? Talk about the brutality that the fiend has been absorbing no, I mean the during crowd. this match. But even think, I'm assuming they're not talking in English. Who am I kidding? Yeah, they're. Um, you know what's nice about you know what's nice about Wyatt actually winning this show too. Oh, she's about to get real bones. Watch. Oh! Oh! Oh, dear. Dude, oh, wait shit. A minute. Right Where's, the how about some shitty, some shitty camera work there? What the fuck are they yeah. doing in the back truck there? You can even see him go through the table. Terrible. That should have been the coolest spot of the match. Here we go. He, uh, thanks. Give us in a replay. Oh, God. Look, God Almighty, he's dead. He's broken in half. <laughs> Pray <Brian> Wyatt. <laughs> Sassafras. Pray Wyatt. Twisted. They're chanting, this is awesome. I love that uh, Jim Ross. The Saudi fans will chant anything. They've been so deprived of like wrestling for so long. They'll chant. They'll chant what for no reason. Mm-hmm. They'll chant CM Punk for no reason. Even though Punk's coming back. You know who was announced to come back soon? JoJo, JoJo Offerman, the mother of that. Bray Wyatt's child, Nash Rotunda. What if JoJo comes back as a character in the Firefly Funhouse? Well, they they definitely have a. I think it says something that they, they're advertising her, like, return. You know, like, you usually don't advertise a commentator's return like that. Does that make sense to you? Right, it does. Unless, yeah, so unless I think it says like something. Unless your name's The Fink. <laughs> I miss The Fink, dude. Me too. That guy was like, the, he was like the voice of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Fink, Bobby Heenan, Mean Gene Okerlund. 
Even Vince McMahon and Jesse the Body Ventura. What a maneuver! That's my favorite Vince McMahonism. Vince McMahon's probably my what least favorite maneuver. wrestling commentator ever. I am not a big Vince McMahon commentary fan. No, same here. Nah. I think he was, he was a little obnoxious. terrible on commentary. Yeah, but he was a way better. He's not, a way better evil boss. Yeah, it's hard not to think about old school like wrestling when we were kids and think about Vince McMahon commentary. Yeah, he was a good. He is. A, he was good at interviews, Vince McMahon. I do. I did enjoy all his like in ring interviews. I thought he was yeah. very good at that. The commentary was a little too much, especially compared to how solid like Monsoon and Enid were together. Yep. Ventura was good. Ventura definitely saved McMahon. Oh, that looked painful. Looked like he took a headshot mm-hmm. there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, did you see it? Yep. Oh, look at that. Seth, Seth is unsafe. You gotta strip, strip the title. Oh, face first. What a curb stomp into the cement. Seth Rollins kind of looks like my freshman roommate from college. Or your roommate from college looks like Seth Rollins. Oh. Oh, I wonder who's older. Seth's about our age, right? Mid-30s? I think younger than us. Is he younger than us, really? Fuck, he's been wrestling forever. That's crazy. Ooh. But I could be wrong. I'll tell you what. It's been a, it's been a pretty good match. It has been. I, I hate, way though, better I hate that Seth that. is getting so much offense in. That's I wish okay. Bray Wyatt didn't have just small, short spurts. I kind of want to see him with a run of Well, offense. let's see how it ends. Let's see how it ends. I wonder what language this is. <laughs> it's driving yeah, me insane. Right, he's in a different language. <laughs> Oh, it's Spanish. I can hear it now. Oh. Oh. Oh, that was awesome. Wait. (coughs) Oh. Did you get it? Sister Abigail. The the mandible claw, Sister Abigail, like, slammed. That That was fucking awesome. Yes. That was some cool, innovative offense. The Bray Wyatt, he's just hitting on all cylinders right now. He's I didn't pop cool as hard moves. as you did. I didn't pop as he hard a- as you did for that, but... The, oh, oh, okay, I see it now. It looked like he gave him the mandible claw first. I, I, that, from oh, my okay. view, I thought he gave him the mandible claw and then slammed That's him. what I was going to say. Yeah, when I just I saw the replay, that. now I see it with Sister Abigail. Okay. okay. That being said, right, if you're listening, dude, Mandible Claw, Sister Abigail. This is awesome. It is good, man. It's all. I, I'd be in, I would be enjoying the hell out of this if I was there. We're going up the ramp. Definitely an improvement over their Hell in a Cell match. Here comes yeah. Bray. Now Bray's getting some offense. Here comes your boy. I think it's better because they're not confined. But even though I think there's still so much yeah. opportunity in a cell. Hell in a Cell's tough nowadays, man, because WWE doesn't like to show too much blood. Right. And it's hard to do a good Hell in a Cell match without color. It's and, a lot easier to do a Falls Count Anywhere match without color. Right. And they just don't like to copy a lot of what they did too much. 
that that that's debatable. Right. But also, like, there's ways to imitate what happened, but make it your own. And I feel like a lot of the stars aren't thinking outside of the box. And if they do think of a, a cool spot for a Hell in a Cell match, it's a spot that we've already seen. Like, they're not thinking of different innovative ways to change it, to make it theirs, but yet still have a, a nonstop arsenal of movesets to, to put into these matches, you know, or spots. I thought Becky and Charlotte, not Becky and Charlotte, Becky, Becky, and, Becky Sasha. and Sasha no, yeah. did There's a very the, good there job. There are the exceptions. Yeah, that's the exceptions. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. As Bones watches the spot I was talking about, I think. Oh my God, Bray Wyatt, not off the stage. Seth Rollins is a man too. Oh, he's look got at a that stomp. That stomp was so good. Oh, just wait, just wait. Oh, wasn't the stop you were excited about? No, no, and no, he no. Fucking no. gets up again because he's invulnerable. Super kick after super kick. It's a super kick pop. So I like everything Seth's doing except the stomp. That stomp wasn't yeah. good. Another stomp. Enough with these fucking stomps. The stomp sucks, Seth. Stop stomping. Oh, man. I do like that they're making Bray so supernatural and mm-hmm. invincible. I don't like that he has to keep doing this against the <coughs> fucking. Like, you know what I'd rather see? Bray White like 15 F5s mm-hmm. and just sit up. Is Seth getting booed? Yes, is what it sounds like. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's been a shitty champion. Basic, basic bitch champion. The same shit that we hated Cena for in the late 2000s and early teens. There's just some basic bitch title reign shit. The crowd was now chanting burn it down along with um, Seth's stomping on the stage. Alright, so there was like a little bit of It was, was kind of weak though. It was weak. The booze. Ain't nothing yet. The no. booze kind of overshadowed the burn it down stomps. So this segment they're doing right now, it pro- I know how it ends because I saw it on Twitter. Kick. And it probably could have ended about like two and a half minutes ago. Oh! This is, dude, so much better. Oh, sh- oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, shit. So, I like Those the real great, fire. Great effects. Oh, that I don't know if the fire extinguisher is necessary. I mean, we, we know it's wrestling, yeah, it's like, And there's no fire. Yeah, it's a little much. Has he disappeared? Ooh, I like... Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, more. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. really? That's what we're going with? Really oh, dude, set? no. It's not as cool. Yeah, really? That's how we're going right now. Oh, that was kind of cool. Yeah. Good camera work. That was good that camera was good work. That was good camera work, yes. That was good camera Yo, work. Speaking All of time. camera work, have you been noticing the uh, different camera angles you see on SmackDown lately? 
Yeah. Yeah. Definitely different I, production. I appreciate what they've been doing. It's very, very different on SmackDown. I like yep. it. It's, uh, we're now at a point that the only show is camera work I don't like is Raw's. Mm-hmm. But distinct different feels. I get it. That's cool. Oh. Wow, that's it. Wow. Just Abigail on the concrete, and that was it. All right. Or on the stage. Where are they? Are they? They're on the concrete. They're on the, con- they're on the concrete. But that's it. All right, let's see the celebration. Let's see how he handles the title. That's what I'm kind of interested in. Mm. Really good match, by the way. If you're in a Saudi crowd, you feel like you got your money's worth, I think, at this crown jewel more than any of the other Saudi events, just judging from the main event here. Um, it's also good that they finally did a title change at a Saudi show because now it's it legitimizes. It's not a house show anymore now. Yeah, that was always the thing. Like, there's no title changes. You know, no title. It feels like a house show. Finally, they treat it. I feel as that from what I've seen is the first time it's actually felt like a, a little more like a pay-per-view. Yeah. Maybe the Strowman Tyson Fury match ended real house show style. Mm-hmm. You know, having Mansoor beat Cesaro is real Saudi house, house show, show style. Right. But this felt like a pay per view match. It felt like the main event of a pay per view. That was mm-hmm. good. That was a good job. Good job by both guys. What's uh-huh. going on? Now the lights are out, but he still doesn't have. Oh, he doesn't oh that was cool. Yet. Yeah, you say that. There, there he is. There he is. So, like, you know how Tommaso holds Goldie and calls it Goldie and does mm-hmm. things like that? Right. Bray needs to go down that road. And show, yeah. And I think you're right. Show in this that, case. like, he's possessed this title. Right. This title's now possessed by me. And Not this, this title. Case, it's just I, around I my I agree place. with you. The man's yeah. going to make the title. He's going to make this universal title mean, like, something. Yeah. Mean something more than it already has. <laughs> It really hasn't meant anything since that time Finn Balor won for a day. True. <laughs> and then it went to, uh, and then Brock Lesnar had it. All right, like uh, fam, years. you could all go ahead. And, wow, look at that fucking stadium, man. That'd be, that is really nice. Though. All right, I'm going to go ahead and pause it. Yeah, so, I'm done. Yo, Bray Wyatt is now our new Universal Champion. Uh, definitely a spot that Bray Wyatt deserves to be in. We've all wanted him to yeah. be the champion for a long time. He had that one short stint as WWE champion, and then he um, made some worms appear on the ring apron when he feuded with Orton, and that's about <laughs> all that went. So, again, it's hard to even book where, where this is going to go after this. There's a lot of unanswered questions that I guess we'll find out. we going to have to wait for uh, next week on Raw, or possibly... Well, later today on SmackDown. Yeah, will he be on SmackDown now? Like that's yeah, that's the interesting, I guess, question. How many SmackDown guys? Were there a lot of SmackDown guys on this show? Who was on um, this card? For Shinsuke, Corbin, say. Ali, Shorty G. All right, so there was a fair amount. Okay. There were some tag teams. Oh man, that's gonna have to, that's gonna be a shitty SmackDown tomorrow. See Evans Flying and Natalia. To back. Yeah. Flying the fuck back from Saudi Arabia. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Where the hell is SmackDown tomorrow? Or unless SmackDown tomorrow doesn't have any of the people that were in Saudi Arabia on it. But that's like your whole freaking like top of the card. Yeah, they could do something different. There was no Daniel Bryan. That I think they could. Uh, they could do something with that. But 
Regardless, very interesting to see now what how this all plays out and how this is going to lead us into War Games and Survivor Series weekend. So, Doc... Dude, SmackDown's what, at fucking Buffalo tomorrow. <laughs> oh all these dudes got to get the fucking Saudi Arabia to Buffalo tomorrow. They couldn't even do him a favor and have SmackDown in, like, Europe, dude. Right? <laughs> like, fucking Germany or Italy. They fucking got to go to Buffalo. Like, Fuck nope. that, dude. That's like a 10-hour flight, man. It's like a 10-11 hour flight. That's that travel schedule. <coughs> Excuse me, that these guys, these men and women do on a weekly basis, oh. man. Monthly basis. I get these we give these guys and women a lot of a lot of credit. So impressive. So impressive, you guys in WWE. Yeah. So fucking impressive. It really is. And what what let's talk about SmackDown real quick. Uh what what have you thought about SmackDown so far the past few weeks? Uh, I've been, I've enjoyed the way they've been presenting it. I've been, I've definitely enjoyed the amount of wrestling on it. Yeah. Like I got, and like I've told you, I feel like that's going to be the show that's closer to NXT mm-hmm. between SmackDown and Raw. And I, you even get what we've been seeing. I said I've just en- I've enjoyed the in-ring action. I've enjoyed just the kind of no nonsense, straight ahead angles of the feuds. Now, like we said, it feels a little more like you know, like a like. They're going for the sport thing a little more, and they're achieving it so far, right. you know. And I think there's been some great work by a lot of, you know, a lot of, you know, different wrestlers, even from like the mid card down. Like you know, guys like you know, I know he's getting a lot of shit for it, but I kind of enjoyed his shorty G thing, and I think he can really it's make some to grow cool on stuff me. out of it. I really, yeah. I just think he could take that and really make something unique out of it. You know, in, in those people case, look at the, man, the man makes the gimmick. The man's gonna make the gimmick here, and I and I like the way. I like the way he's working himself in the mid card, Chad Gable. Yeah. Um, so you know, I think there's a lot. I think now that the whole Brock and Kane and Tyson and Braun thing is done, mm-hmm. you're gonna start seeing some more development with the top of the card and the title picture. Um, you know, like I said, I I think the smart thing to do booking wise is to have, you know, maybe you do Braun versus Brock at on a SmackDown before Survivor Series and make that Brock's next defense and have that main event SmackDown that Fox would enjoy that. You know, Fox wants Brock as much as possible. And it frees Brock up from Survivor Series so we can get, you know, Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor, which I'm not coming off of. No matter how much you try and help me out of it, that's what I want. What if, what if, between now and then, Finn Balor beats Adam Cole for the NXT Championship, becomes the NXT champ, and then we have a triple threat match the WWE champion Brock Lesnar versus the Universal champion Bray Wyatt versus the NXT champion Demon Finn Balor. I mean, that's fun and all, but it just it doesn't set up for as much fun as just Finn versus Bray would be alone because I just totally expect not Brock to stay as much fun. Hold on, Doc. No, because uh, I on, just expect Brock, I expect Brock to steamroll everybody. The That's what WWE's trained WWE to WWE champion, the beast, Brock Lesnar, taking on the universal champion, the fiend, Bray Wyatt, taking on the NXT champion, the demon, Finn Balor. Hold on, hold on, it. time it out. Stick that, stick that in your pipe and smoke it. And while you enjoy that, Doc, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back... We're going to talk more about Finn Balor and his recent heel turn and his promo that he had uh, this week on NXT. So, fam, don't go anywhere. 
We'll be right back. Nerve. How dare you? you took that to some nerve. Yeah. See what I did there? How dare you? Went right to. I, I was like, you. no, I doc, you need to shut up. We're gonna go right to commercial. You know exactly what's gonna happen. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the Wrestle Addict Radio Network. Radio Network. Hey, what's up, you guys? What is going on, everybody? What up, fam? Hey, it's me. What up, ooses? What's up, guys? This is the Monday Night Delight. Are you looking for a network that brings you all things pro wrestling? Then look no further. Wrestle Addict Radio brings you a varied source of wrestling content. What's going on, guys? This is Willie T. My name is Mr. Press. This is your resident smart slayer. Search for Wrestle Addict Radio on all major podcast platforms and be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Buzz, buzz, guys. My name is Kate Murphy of the Kings of the Ring podcast and you are listening. 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 Get ready for a war because you're listening. Come join the war each and every week as we fight to keep wrestling real. What's up, everybody? This is King Ricky Rose and you are listening to Wrestle Addict Radio. Radio, 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 radio. Hey guys, this is Nate the Effing Great, and you are listening to the Fourth Wall WrestleCast only on Wrestle Attic Radio. NXT, NXT. It's funny, Finn. Thank you, Finn. Thank well, you, yeah, Finn. He's back. He's back, and NXT fans are excited because that's a freaking big name on NXT now. Falling out Bray Wyatt, which is why I think they're going to fight each other. Way to talk over Finn Balor's promo, bro. Everybody knows what he said. <laughs> Finn Balor is not really in the room. Finn Balor doesn't know who the fuck you are. They got their opinions. I don't watch this business. That business watches me. to describe that promo poetic man fire poetic fire fire yes fire it was a fire promo Fucking it was fire that is your stereotypical work shoot i shouldn't say stereotypical but that is work how to how to give a, a work shoot how to put on a work shoot 
101. It wasn't scripted. There were no mistakes. It was real. Mm-hmm. It was honest. It was from the heart. It was from the brain. It was yep. fucking I hope spot Seth Rollins on. was taking notes. Yeah. I hope Seth was taking notes because that's what the hell his character's missing right now. Yep. Maybe he needs to get a little edgier. Who would have thunk that edgy works in professional wrestling? But you know what? Maybe he needs to grow a fucking set and go up to Vince McMahon and fucking tell him what the fuck he thinks. Yeah. It's not like Vince McMahon's going to fucking fire him. It's well known that Vince McMahon will fucking listen. I was reading a good thing with Chad Gable the other day, how, you know, how this whole Shorty G thing came about. And he mm-hmm. said one of the reasons he wasn't forgotten about, and Vince always had much of he kept pitching kept ideas to Vince. Right. He kept going and going. Even if Vince didn't agree with him, he kept going and going. And finally, he's like, okay, let's try this and see what you think. And I do think he can get over the gimmick. Now, let's go to Finn. Finn goes down to NXT. He's running his own show now. He's calling the shots. He's probably seen Bray Wyatt running his own show calling the shots. Bray Wyatt's the fucking universal champion now. Finn Balor could be an NXT champion relatively soon with the way he's trending right now. Right. Hopefully you see this across the board in WWE. If it's working somewhere, it's going to work everywhere. Mm-hmm. This is what wrestling fans not want to see. We don't give a shit about Rusev and Lashley and Lana. We don't give a shit about Maria and Mike Kanellis' baby. We give a shit about Guys like Finn Balor going out there and laying the fuck on the line in the rain and in his promos and not holding any prisoners, not necessarily being told what to do, but doing what he has to do within what WWE wants. Mm -hmm. And there's a way to do it, and there's an art form to doing it, and Finn's starting to find it in NXT. And yes, Vince McMahon's a little more... um, in the way, we'll call it, on Raw and SmackDown. But this is the only way that his eyes are going to get on the product. He's really going to open his eyes and see what's working. Especially if we see the cross-promotion I want to see from NXT and Raw. Especially if you see that. Get the job done. Do it right. Get fans in. Get viewers invested. And you will win this war. You done? Do you hear me talking? (laughs) And I'm quite obviously done. (laughs) No, that I dude, you make it makes complete sense. I love what they're doing right now with Bray Wyatt, and there are again so many opportunities to make this thing so good. So many opportunities. Hopefully, they don't they don't miss the opportunities and drop the ball on it. I think right now it really feels like Finn Balor has some creative control over his character. I feel like we're going to start seeing more creative control from the stars themselves, uh, especially with the recent talks about WWE creative from guys like John Moxley, Chris Jericho. You know, people have voiced their concerns about it. I think maybe they're listening and allowing some people who have proven themselves some of that creative freedom. Hopefully that we see a change for Seth Rollins in the future. But right now, guys like Bray Wyatt, Finn Balor are the are the hottest things in fucking WWE and NXT right now. Yeah, these guys who are lifers in the fucking industry know what the fuck they're doing. You don't do your job as well as these guys have done it for 10, 15, 20 years 
and not know a thing or two about fucking wrestling and how to cut a pro and what wrestling fans want to right. see here and what they more importantly what what we appreciate yeah now Finn Balor's promo did you feel that him throwing shade at Bray Wyatt you know the shiny new to- uh, new toy cuz he put on a new mask was that throwing shade at SmackDown in a way, the SmackDown brand, or more so the person Bray Wyatt? I think this is between him and Bray, maybe with a little hint of him and corporate in there, mm-hmm. but this is between him and Bray, and it's going to lead to something between him and Bray. Bray beat him at Survivor Series. It was a squash. It was quick. It was embarrassing for Finn. Finn's come back a different man. He's come back a different character, a tougher, meaner, darker, edgier, more kick-ass version of himself. And this is going to lead to an necessarily to another Finn, Finn Bray match. Wow. And then eventually it'll lead to, you know, maybe something big at WrestleMania between the two of them right. where the demon fights the fiend. I hope uh, the first time we see Bray Wyatt fight out of takeover, we see the fiend. I think that's going to be his thing again. I think they're going to use The Fiend the right way, like it was when he was in NXT the first time. Um, I cannot he, wait to, to see how talk? this run pans out with Finn Balor. Can we talk? Yeah. Can we talk real quick? Of course we can. My man. Is that what we're doing? You, 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 you have visited RVD and Riddle and whomever else a little too much shine, I think. Because you keep confusing... Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt. Why do you keep disrespecting the men like that? Wait, th- did I say Bray Wyatt? But I said the you've demon. You've been doing it. You've been, you've been doing God it all. You it. said you've been doing it all show. You've been disrespecting these guys. Wow. Why are you disrespecting the two hottest products? Well, Mr. what did they do to you? M- Mr. Are you just Balor still pissed off Mr. that Wyatt. Ruby Riot's been fucking? Are you still pissed off that Ruby Riot's sitting on the goddamn and bench? Has not been fucking drafted. Yes. And why is she not yeah. the fucking women's champion? Because no one gives a shit. We give a shit about Finn and Bray. Right, but you know what, though? Dude, every, it's fine, because the new, when the new Riot um, appears on Monday Night Raw, it's in, it's making... Dude, this, the, the wheels are already turning. Like, look, the Kabuki Warriors turned on Paige, which is now going to help Paige come back uh, from her injury. I also heard read an article that she uh, potentially might be cleared and WWE is setting up for her return, her in-ring return. So well, that would turn. That would make that would make some sense. That would make sense. I'm going to agree with you. I want to agree with you. I'm talking about Ruby Riot. Please agree with you for once. Go ahead, agree. What are we gonna do? It only makes sense that Paige is gonna come back now because they actually officially wrote her away from the Kabuki Warriors rather than just kind of forget she existed like they've been doing. Yeah, back with with an attitude. Okay, still gets a pop. You do Paige. She's like a tweener. You do Paige Austin. And then, no, 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 no. Ruby Riot makes her in-ring return. They had a fate, right? Paige and Ruby Riot face each other, okay? But they go at it in a clinic of wrestling, but it ends in a no contest because of, I don't know, let's say Charlotte or Sasha Banks makes an appearance and they just take him out, right? For no reason. This is my. You know what, man? Booking. You know what, man? What? You're actually on the right path. I once. know I am. I know. There's only one problem. What? You accidentally said Ruby Riot and you meant to say Oscar. No, I meant Ruby Riot because then you're going to see the appearance of 
Mia Yim and Tony Storm, and they're going to join the new Riot. So you're going to have Ruby Riot, Paige, Mia Yim, Tony Storm, Wade. If you're listening to this shit right now, please let me know what you think about that fucking stable, the new Riot. You're telling me, and you're telling me that you're putting Ruby, you're booking Ruby Riot higher than Tony Storm. How dare you disrespect Ruby's name, dude? You, Ruby? dude, you have moved, you you Come moved on. on from RVD and Matt Riddle to Jake the Snake fucking Roberts, dude. Quite obviously, I'm I'm, I'm off the I'm off the wagon, bro. I'm off the wagon right now. You quite you moved on to Jake the Snake, dude. Because that's 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 some bullshit. All right. Let's go back to Finn Balor. Let's go back to Balor. Let's get back to the task at hand. Finn or Bray? Here. Which one? Which one? You want to Finn or Bray? Which one? Fuck you. Finn Balor. The guy, the demon. The demon Finn Balor who's on NXT. You you know what? <laughs> Fam, all I got to say me? is one thing. Bro. Oh, man. All right. So, uh, what did you Finn, think? Hold Finn on. What did you think about the crowd reactions yeah. to Finn throughout that whole promo? He was cheered. He was he was thanked. He was booed. He had he hit like every emotion possible with the audience in that one promo. So you think you get the Gargano fans who are obviously going to be against Finn, but then Finn starts riffing on some real shit. And anybody who was against him has already forgotten that they're Johnny Gargano fans. That's right. just what it comes down to. Because everyone's you know, is always just, a Bray Wyatt fan. Right, and here's what it comes down to. Once again, we have a character. We're making the decision whether we like him or not. Right. Not Triple H, not Vince McMahon, not even Finn Balor. We make the decision. Right. And we're deciding that we're liking this Finn Balor, this 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 uh, Prince Devitt version of Finn Balor in WWE. Like that's what we've decided. We decided we are a hundred percent. We wanted this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Let's be real here. How long have we wanted to see this Finn Balor now? Right. Four, uh, five years. How long has he been on the main roster for now? About twenty fifteen. Four years. Yeah. Four years. Yeah. Now on that on that note, you mentioned the Prince Devitt, right? When he was interviewed on WWE backstage last week after he made his official turn. Um, him and him and Booker T were talking, and he asked Booker T, "Is like you know you saw my my work in Japan, right?" And Booker T's like, "Yeah, I always tell my students to go watch watch you know your work back when you were back in New Japan, especially that." And he's like, "Well, the prince is back." Let's dissect that statement. The prince is back. What does that mean? Or like you mentioned it all off air. Is he going to become Prince Finn Balor? Is that going to be a moniker? Is that going to be a new gimmick for him? You know, how is the Prince back? Uh, right now, I'm looking at it as just the attitude is the Prince, but he's still the Finn Balor character. Or do you? So, do you think it's more going to be more attitude and actually character as well? I think it's. I, I mean, after really thinking about it, you know, doing some critical thought, it's going to be an attitude thing. There's no reason to call him Prince Finn Balor. It doesn't mm-hmm. really have a nice ring to it. They're not going to let him go back to his name after they made so much money off of the Finn Balor name. Right. It's going to be an attitude thing. It's attitude. Straight up attitude. No more bullshit. No no holds barred. You're getting the best version of me now, whether you like it or not. Coming back home, I'm the longest reigning NXT. I'm speaking as if I'm Finn. I'm the longest reigning NXT champion of all time. This is my fucking brand. Move over Undisputed Era, move over Johnny Gargano, and even move over Tommaso Ciampa. Because mm-hmm. that's going to be a thing eventually, too, and you know it. Yeah, but you know what? 
regardless if people like his heel turn or not, the end result is we're going to see Finn Balor versus Adam Cole. Finn Balor versus Johnny Gargano. Finn Balor versus Tommaso Ciampa. Finn Balor versus Keith Lee. Finn Balor versus Matt Riddle. Like, sign me up for all of those three times and four times on Sunday. Like, I would watch all those matches. Bone, sign me up for this. Take over Tampa main event. Finn, Gargano, Cole, Tommaso. Fatal 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 4 Make it happen. Make it happen. Give those guys 40 minutes to tear the fucking well, house down. that's not going to happen because, um, as we mentioned earlier, there's going to be a men's war games match. So Champa, Gargano, Riddle. Take over Tampa, Bones. Take over Tampa. Oh, you said Tampa. Tampa, not the next takeover. You're Take right. Take over Tampa. Doc, I love that idea. So do RVD and yeah. Matt Riddle. Yeah. Dude, these night hours, just man, these, these after two, man, you turn off. You're like a fucking pumpkin, dude. Hey, man, this Cinderella. is what we do. We Cinderella are, we looking bitch over there. After midnight delight, but dude, I did come from a Halloween party, and I also worked all day. What did so you do I all came day? from a Halloween party at a bar, and I worked all day. True. <laughs> you had the exact same day, you silly son of a bitch. Well, I'm also older than you, bro, so you got to respect your elders. All right, Cinderella. <laughs> anyway, Doc, before this uh, gets... More out of hand than it already is in this episode. Uh, I want to talk about another big announcement from NXT this week. The NXT general manager, William Regal, made the announcement in the aftermath of the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship match between um, wow between the Kabuki Warriors versus Team Kick, which is Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai. Uh, Shayna Baszler, Marina Shafir, and Jessamyn Duke ended up interfering in the match and taking out Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai to then have Rhea Ripley come out. And then following Rhea Ripley, Candice LeRae, Io Shirai, and Bianca Belair all joined in in this big riot in NXT after the match. Uh, William Regal eventually arrived on the scene, and he gave one simple solution. The unforgiving battleground that features two rings completely surrounded by a steel cage in the first ever women's war game match, war games match, with the team leaders being Rhea Ripley and Shayna Baszler. So, first of all, another historic event for the women, women breaking boundaries uh, once again. I love that it's happening over on NXT. NXT has amazing, an amazing women's roster, and we've talked about it. If anyone is winning, I'm sorry, the one thing that NXT has over AEW on Wednesday nights is they have a much better women's women's division. All right, we said it last week. The only thing I'm, I don't talk about on a week-in, week-out uh, basis from AEW is their women's division. Not right. cutting it. Not yet. Right. They need Tessa and they need her bad. So we have to assume that Shayna Baszler is going to have Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir on her team. Uh, let's assume it's going to be a five-on-five match, like isn't that most? War, no, war games could be four. They're either four, four or five. Four, they're five. four or five. So they've let's, assume, let's assume they're four yeah. on four matches. So if you want to finish off the four horsewomen, this is when we see the return That's of Ronda I, Rousey. That's what I want to see. If you mystery partner that shit, man, you know, and I mean, if you mystery partner it, you, you know who it's going to be. And Shane's like, obviously, I'm going to have my two girls, Marina and Jessamyn. You know who it's going to be. The, right. the place is going to go absolutely bananas when Ronda Rousey comes out as the mystery partner. And that's what you want to see. Because now the four of them are together, 
now you finally have the initial framework in place for the long-awaited horsewoman versus horsewoman feud you know which looks like it could maybe if that happens that happens in 2020 and right. that's about right that's about right when we started talking about this maybe a year ago we said you know we looked at shafir we looked at duke in the rain and we saw that they're still real green there's still work to do ronda's on the main roster shane is dominating nxt it doesn't make sense now ronda hasn't been on tv since april no one's heard from her nothing and then she shows up after taking some time off gets in that gets involved with her horsewoman again gives that boost to nxt makes nxt yep. a little more legitimate dude writes itself Right. Easier travel schedule for Ronda. Doesn't have to, you know, she can kind of work that easy travel schedule that a lot, that a lot of the part-timers want to work. Right. That way she could still uh, try and impregnate herself with her husband. Because I know I think she's still on her impregnation vacation. But let's talk about Team Ripley. Now, on the other side, on the opposing side of the four horsewomen in this whole rumble was... Rhea Ripley, Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox, Bianca Belair, Io Shirai, Candice LeRae. That's six other superstars. Now, we're going to assume for right now, for our fantasy booking, and also what we think should happen, that none of these superstars, I'm sorry, none of the other five superstars besides Rhea Ripley will be joining uh, Shafir, Duke, and Baszler, right? So, right. I, I want to see the four horsewomen. That's what I want right. to see as one team. So I'm pretty sure this team is going. I think it's going to consist of Rhea Ripley, Candice LeRae, Bianca Belair, Io Shirai. I think the tag team Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox is going to be removed out of the equation. They were just a way to bridge everyone together and make this whole thing fall out. Because if you notice, Asuka and Kyrie Sane were not part of this rumble either. Now, yes, I know right. they're not NXT stars and they did just retain the titles, but they were not a part of this at all either. So I think Tegan so Knox and Dakota Kai might just not be part of it. And you put the four, essentially the four women stars that are feuding, because they all want to have a shot at Shayna Baszler, on the same team. That can make for a pretty good story also. How do you explain EO and Candace being on a team together? They you all, just don't? You just say fucking dysfunctional team? Keep your friends closer and your enemies closer. And I guess that this functional team helps you also put the horsewomen over logically too because that team of four is is better than the whole team of four of the horsewomen because of shafir and duke are getting better but they're nowhere near close to the level of the four women on the other team and their two teammates right you're right well yeah. they're just going to be there i think to take bumps shafir and duke all right i don't right. see them really ever being very offensive in a lot of their matches unless they're just brawling and taking people out uh, using heel tactics. I, I personally right now don't see either of them as um, taking charge in the offense in any of their matches anytime soon. I think they're being utilized just the way they need to be because they're, they're both still very green in the ring. Enhancement talent. Enhancement talent just with more storyline. So you think you put the four women who are chasing Baszler mm -hmm. and a team against the that four horsemen. That makes storyline, yep. Yeah, and then yeah. you missed. You had the mystery partner Ronda because why the hell not? Why not? Right, and then then you can get the four horsewomen, four horsewomen story line starting to go eventually when you bring Ronda back, because the four horsewomen of NXT have not been the four horsewomen of NXT because they they have not had Ronda yet, so that stable right. has not been completed. Once it gets completed, then they can then they can really build off of that.
Right. Yeah. No. And then you you have that, and then you have to work. Then you'll have to work Becky, Charlotte, and Sasha and Bailey into a team somehow. But you have time for that. That right. doesn't need to be a Survivor Series thing. That can be something you start next year, and you can gradually get them to that point. Maybe you have the four horsewomen of the MMA run rampant over fucking NXT for a bit. Right. Because like Triple H even said this week on an uh, interview somewhere that. The way the way wrestlers are called up from NXT to Raw and SmackDown is forever different now. It's not like it used to be. NXT, you know, pretty much NXT is being treated as a legit third brand. You're not going to see the. It's not going to be a call up anymore. It's going to be a shuffle. Right. You know, it's going to be just you're you're it. being put to a different show. I think I that's think the, the better terminology for it. But uh. You know, that's the way to make this match interesting. That's the way to get eyes on the product. Uh, AEW is going to be when when is when is Survivor Series November seventeenth? Yes, I believe so. So my birthday, by the way, and uh, and then AEW is November 9th. So you know you're going to be coming off a pretty, which probably going to be a really good AEW event. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some great wrestling. You're going to need to make a big splash. Like WWE needs to make big splashes right now. Ronda's a big splash, right? Agreed. Yeah. I think in terms Main of um, splash. I think in terms of shock value with uh, debuts and turns, things like that, WWE definitely has one over right now on AEW uh, Dynamite specifically. So between right. NXT and Dynamite, you know, the, for Wednesday nights, uh, WWE and NXT, I should say, they're doing it much better. They're doing it and, doing and it well, right. Like this was the first. This was the real. Tr- this the, the Finn heel turn was a big moment. That was like yep. okay, WWE showing up to play now. Yep. Like they're 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 taking it serious and they're showing up to play. And if you bring Ronda back, man, to NXT, that gets some mainstream eyes on NXT, which is something NXT is sorely missing. Right. We love NXT. We're hardcore wrestling fans. The rest uh, you, of the world you don't think still isn't quite sure what NXT is. You don't think Fox already has it in their country that when Ronda comes back, she's going to Fox. Oh, they got Brock, man. That could have been a, that could have been a concession for getting Brock, and Kane Velasquez, and Roman Reigns, and a yeah. lot of big talent. They, they got a lot right. of big talent. They do. They got a lot of the big name, big boy men talent. I think we've talked about this. How? What did I say to you a few weeks ago? Who watches USA? Your mom. Right. Okay? I think there's the reason the women's division is stronger on Raw than on SmackDown. And this could just be another addition to USA focusing more on the women's end of it. SmackDown's not forgetting the women's end of it, but I think USA is where the focus of the the tension for the women is going to go. And maybe eventually it leads to an all-women's show on USA, which I think would be the smartest thing. Which would be the best thing to do. I would love, I've been saying that for years, I would love to see that. We're Give getting close. I think we're getting close. Once somebody, once like Shayna's time at NXT is up, and the batch we have now, mm-hmm. you bring them up with the existing roster, and now you have a roster big enough for a women's show. Right. Agreed. Kabam. Kabam. Prescription filled. Prescription filled, bitch. All right, Doc. Well, now that you just filled our prescription, and we talked about uh, some awesome. Awesome news in the world of wrestling from this week. Some shock value, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, we came here to fill your weekly dose of kayfabe consumption, fam. And don't forget, 
this episode is coming out 24 hours early. So if you're listening to this, this has been out since 12 noon on Friday with exclusive hot takes from the doctor himself. On that note, Doc, I think that's all the time we got for today. So fam, if this is your first time tuning in, thank you for listening to the special exclusive episode 49 of the 4th Wall WrestleCast. If you want to show your support, please do so by following us on all social media. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please follow us at 4th WallCast. That's the number 4, T-H-W-A-L-L-C-A-S-T. Also, please show your support by joining the fam at patreon.com slash wrestleaddictradio, where for as low as $5 a month, you will receive exclusive content from the 4th Wall WrestleCast, as well as all of the other Wrestle Addict Radio personalities, as well as exclusive access to the Patreon group chat with myself, Doc, Smarky, and all of our friends at Wrestle Addict Radio, along with all of our patrons who join the fam and show their support each and every month. So if you want to hear exclusive content from myself, Doc Haas, Smarky, King Ricky Rose, DFDC, Jeff Palmaccio, Mr. Fretz, and more, please join patreon.com slash Radio. That's like how you would say Palmaccio if you were Billy Joel. Dude, we actually we sang Billy Joel on the show last week. I think Billy Joel should be like our thing now. Billy Joel's fucking great, dude. Yo, dude, did we just have like a moment? Dude, did we just start the fire? I think I think We didn't start the fire. Oh man. What else do I have to say? Anyway, fam, on that note, I am your host, JC Bones. Please be sure to follow me on Twitter at JC Bones. You can find Doc Haas on Twitter at Dr. Haas 4WC. And if you feel like it, you could always follow our third man. Smarky at Johnny Smarks a lot. If you've enjoyed the fourth wall experience, please be sure to tell all your friends to like, share, subscribe, and join our Patreon and help this thing grow and grow and continue to be the biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. Once again, we are the fourth wall wrestlecast and Doc. We keep wrestling real. Goodbye and good night. I thought you were gonna ask me first, but we do. Oh, I thought it was. I was gonna say I thought it was pretty epic. Pause. Yeah, you put in there. Epic pause. Yeah, pretty epic. Alright, I'm going to bed. I'll catch you later, man. Peace, dude. Homie, give me a too sweet. Come on, bitch. Fucking too sweet, me, you son of a bitch. See you later. Peace, dude. (laughs) Later. Yo, Doc. What's up?